Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to PSG Talking. I'm your host, Tyrone Taylor. And as always, joined by some friends, we have uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Ed, has joined us today, along with, uh, with James Teague as well. As always, before we jump in, uh, fellas, we'll start with you, Ed. How you doing, man? Yeah, all is good here. Um, new baby's doing great. Got to take in some local football. Went to go see Real Salt Lake's home opener. We beat the Seattle Sounders, so that was fun after a two-and-a-half weather delay. Um, so that's always fun. March in Utah playing football, so we had a lot of hail and snow and, and lightning. So it was an entertaining first game of the season, so that's exciting. But ready to dive in for PSG versus the other Real. That's Real Madrid, so excited to be chatting here with you guys tonight. Yes, I wish I wish it was uh, the Real that you guys played in Salt Lake this weekend. But uh, marches in Salt Lake are meant for meant for snowing. I mean, snow skiboard, skiboard. Yeah. What the hell's a skiboard, bro? <laughs> Skiing, snowboarding. Uh, it's perfect, perfect ski weather. But um, glad that you and the family are doing well, man. As always, glad the little ones are doing well, the misses, um, and glad you guys got to enjoy some some R and R this weekend. That sounds that sounds dope. Yeah, a lot so of see, talk to me, man. How's everything on your end? You know, I, I can't complain too much. Um, you know, as as Ed, well, Ed's already had his kid. I'm having another one in in July. Um, but the only thing I really got to complain about is the weather here in in Texas. It was 85 degrees yesterday, and then I woke up this morning and it was 28. And you're just like, what? What is this? So now I'm just waiting for the hail to come in and damage my car and have to do some uh, some insurance claims and and things like that. But you know, we'll get over that. Jeez, jeez. Well, just the same thing on a good note. Glad that you and the, the family are doing well. I had no idea that you were expecting another one, so congratulations, my friend. Appreciate Super excited for you, man. Super excited for you. Going to have to do like a poll or like a, figure out who has kids and who doesn't on this team. I, I didn't even know you had kids. I'm going to be honest with you. So the fact that you have two is like is mind-blowing. Mind <laughs> um, awesome, man. Awesome. Well, Yes, we are in Champions League week, the favorite time for us PSG fans. This is when this is when it really matters. This is when we get down to the nitty gritty. But um, won't dive into it too much. But before we jump into you know the fun part of the pod and talking PSG, um, as most of you probably do know, um, some horrific scenes in Mexico over the last couple of days. So we just want to take a moment to you know send our prayers and our thoughts out to anyone who listens to this pod that you know was affected and anyone and everyone that was affected just you know tragic scenes down there man and you know hoping that uh that things just calm down that's not something that you want to see at any football matches it was honestly um sad disgusting there are so many words to to describe um what i saw and what a lot of us have probably seen by now so definitely uh trying to send some love down to mexico for those that need it for sure so it's been a rough uh, few weeks. You had that and everything going on in Ukraine. Of course, our thoughts and prayers for everyone there. And, ah, oh, man, world's been crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, you know what? It's, you you, you want to think that with everything that's going on, Ukraine, Russia, and 
you know, COVID and just everything, all the bullshit, right? That football can be something that brings people together, right? That's that's where you take your kids and your friends and family to go and enjoy yourself and kind of forget about what's going on. And, you know, one of my friends mentioned this to me, not to go down a rabbit hole, but it's like, you go there, you know, you guys, you guys have kids, right? I don't have kids yet, but I have little cousins. I mean, that's something that I'm sure both of you, whether it's a football game, soccer game, you know, anything, you want to take your kids to get away from reality and enjoy it, right? And imagine having to like be on guard, which you are already because you're in a crowd, but to be on guard. Yeah, but extent, not like that. Right? Exactly. To the point where you have to act as a as a meat shield or a human shield for your kids is, uh, it's disgusting, man. It just, it, it makes, you know, feel like going out is more of a burden than it is fun sometimes, right? So it's, it's sad, but on to more uh, positive things. Well, not always positive with PSG, but more, <laughs> more fun things. Um, in true PSG fashion, leading up to a big game, you know, there there always has to be something to to spice up the uh, the event a little bit. And we had uh, an injury scare today. It looked like uh, Killian picked up a what seems now to be a minor knock, but if you would have checked ten hours ago, it was the end of the world, and Killian was being rushed to the hospital with a fractured foot that was feared by by the medical team. But just want to get you know. Ed, I'll start with you. Just what was your takeaway from just the whole injury situation, the way it was portrayed, what it really turned out to be? Um, and then we'll we'll go to to James on that. But I'm definitely interested to hear what, what your thought was and, and how that was handled. Yeah. So for me, you know, just with the time you know, where we are in the world, I, I was reading the news on Twitter like a lot of people and I hadn't seen the video and I wasn't really following. I was just kind of scrolling. I was like, oh, my God, what happened to Mbappe now? And you're right, the way that it came up, it was like his foot had been amputated. Like, this is the end of times. Mbappe's out. He'll never play. He's not playing in this game. He's not playing the rest of the season. He's done. I mean, this was like a major deal. And then I saw the video and I was like, Adrisa Gay just like stepped on his foot. It's not a big deal. And then I started like the conspiracy. I got my tinfoil hat on. I was like, did PSG maybe make this out to be more than it is to kind of get Real Madrid thinking that he might not play and he might not be 100%? Like... We'll get into all the the Mbappe uh, rumors and the recent news about him verbally, you know, accepting a deal with Real Madrid. But maybe I just thought, was this PSG's way of playing some mind games back with them? Make it seem like it's more than it really was. So, yeah, just scrolling on Twitter, you would have thought his his foot was gone. Um, but then when I saw it, I was like, eh, he'll be fine. Just a little bruise. So I'm not I think he'll be 99.9 percent fit. I'm not concerned about him at all after seeing that. Perfect, perfect. Um, James, for you, I, I think you're probably on the same page regarding that. One thing I'm interested is just the fan reaction and backlash to, you know, Ghana Gay to the point where Killian had to come out and post something, you yeah. know, basically saying, like, this is my brother. This is, you know, just something that happens in sports. Like, what's your take on not just PSG fans in general, but fans in general across all sports who, you know, lash out at a player? in a negative way, a player of your own team, because something like this happens and they, they injured the star player. Like, is that, you know, as someone who played, you know, sports at a high level, is that, it's just something that happens, right? It's just something that yeah, happens as part well, of like the day-to-day -day training. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's two sides of this coin, right? The first thing I thought, like the very first thing that crossed my mind was like, wait, so um, they don't have Killian and like non-contact jerseys or whatever. Like, why are we even... Why are we inter even entertaining this? You know, it's like, you know, Tom Brady, ain't nobody getting close to Tom Brady during practice. So to be fair, my first thought was that, like, why are they doing any contact drills? <laughs> but then I saw the drill that they were doing and it's like 
the most non-contact like yeah. that like what's the equivalent to uh like in football like oh this is this is 77 on air like this yeah, is a walkthrough like, don't we don't have no helmets on we're just supposed to we're, we're supposed to be athletes here like everybody we're just going through the motions today so we can take a rest day tomorrow um so you know for me it was i understand some of the I don't want to use the word hate, but um, I understand some of the anger because I promise you, let somebody let somebody run up on Tom Brady like that. And Tom Brady breaks his finger because he was throwing a ball and it hit somebody's helmet like that dude's getting cut. He's not on the team anymore. Um, But at the same time, when you have somebody who is trying to make a name for themselves in a sense of like, hey, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to prove that I can that I can actually start this match. And I got all these other midfielders behind me. You can kind of understand why he's trying to put in this extra effort. Um, but then from the fan side, you know, one, we just see the, I don't know, how long was the video? 15 seconds, maybe. Um, and to get that kind of response is disheartening to me. Um, and I've seen when people thought it was other when people thought it was like Juan Bernat before and everybody was calling him a trash human being and whatnot. I was like, why? Why? Because he accidentally stepped on his dude's foot. Like, you know, so I, I don't really understand all that. I don't understand the uh, I don't understand the anger towards Risa Gay. But I do understand kind of the exasperation of like, man, here we go again. This is yeah. Variety. Variety's not hurt, but. That means we gotta have some guy. We have to have some kind of sacrificial uh, lamb instead. So I I get that part of it. Yeah, to be fair, you know, I I get that part. Like, oh, it's it's Killian of all people, and and just like the the kind of you live by Killian, you die by Killian thing. Like, if he's there, like we have a shot. And if you know, people thinking it's crazy to think, right? That like with Neymar and Messi and Marotti in the team, that like it's like if Killian's not there, like the tie's over. Like, that's what, like, a lot of the fan base feels like. And that just, you know, is exacerbates, like, the way this team is built currently and and just, you know, how certain players are in current form. And it doesn't mean that even without Killian, Messi and Neymar could have a master class and we could still go through without Killian. I'm a true believer in that. But I can understand fans getting upset if it was, like, the video was, you know, Ghana Gay sliding in unnecessarily. But, like, he literally just stepped on his toe or his foot. In Killian's defense, I know Ed is like, oh, he just got his foot stepped on. It's not that big of a deal. I thought that. And then sometimes, like, I watch these videos and I'm like, I forget that these guys are wearing, like, four-inch, like, metal studs on their on their cleats. On their cleats. And I can only imagine, like, just full force getting stepped on. And, and those cleats they wear are, like, super thin. Um, so that is something that could be, like, hey, like, a fractured metatarsal right like we've yeah, seen but it you, but you know he part. didn't do it on purpose you know it's not like no, he's out no, there no, like no, no, oh no. i gotta get killian so we can lose this like that's not what oh no I, I meant it i meant it more yeah. so when ed was like oh he just got his foot stepped on like it, it doesn't oh, yeah. hurt he'll, he'll be okay like that probably does hurt like the way killian even rolled over was like someone chopped his foot off right? <laughs> like it was like it was definitely like exaggerated so i don't want to take it away from him that it did hurt because apparently they rushed him to the hospital like immediately to get x-rays so um there was definitely some fear but Good news, I mean, Pat. I stubbed my toe in the morning. I'm not calling out of work. Oh, I walk man. it off. Shoot, I might. I would try. Hey, hey you got <laughs> who? Who knows how many drills they was running before then? And the killer was like, "Look, man, I'm done for the day. 
Yeah, listen, you work from home now, man. Like a, stub, a really bad stub toe can like interfere with your ability to walk to the office, to get lunch during the day. You're, you're not fueled properly, Ed. Like, listen, man, you got to do what you got to do. But, but good news yeah. to all PSG fans. Um, it looks like not only will Killian be in the squad, it is very likely that Killian will start the game on Wednesday. He should be ready to go. Um, maybe there will be some mild discomfort, but we all know Killian. He wants to always show up on the biggest stage. He has told everyone that he will be playing. He plans on being there, whether, you know, that's clearly it's for PSG, but whether that also is, you know, an ulterior motive to want to shine or play in the Bernabeu, you know, and and kind of an audition, he will be there. That's just who he is. He's a competitor. Um, He will not miss this game. He wants to play in front of the thirstiest fan base in Europe. He, He wants to be there. Yeah, listen, man, listen, it is what it is. But we're not here at this moment to talk about Real and their fans at this particular point in the podcast. So um, speaking on Killian, you know, some good news, some bad news. It looks like we will have Hakimi back for Wednesday. Um, No matches under his belt, uh, but he will be there. So um, hopefully he's not too rusty. Hopefully he's, he's good to go. But in unsurprising news, Sergio Ramos will travel but will not play. Um, This guy's a double agent. Almost positive he's a double agent. He never came here to actually play. Uh, this signing looks worse and worse every week that passes. Especially, don't get me on my Tiago Silva rant, but every time I watch Tiago Silva play, it makes this signing that much worse. Honestly, that much worse. Is it uh, worse than Wijnaldum though? I mean, Wijnaldum's playing, but yeah, I wish he wasn't. Wijnaldum like doesn't even make what Sergio. I think Sergio almost makes like 13 mil a year. Right. Like it's ridiculous. And he's just collecting a check at this point. Honestly, it's it's disgusting. I'm not really sure what happened to Ander Herrera. It looked like he got jumped. I saw him post a video where he just had like a black eye and like a like a swollen nose. Like what happened to him? Uh, yeah, no I've one got actually no, knows. I, I've got no, no clue. No. He just posted the picture. So he posted, yeah, he just posted picture. the picture. He said it's been a rough week and like <laughs> just left it at that. It says here um, on the official website. It it just says he uh, conjunctivitis. Conjunctivitis. Yeah. I'm about to look that up. Oh, is that, uh, is that like sinus? Pink eye? Is that pink eye? Oh, that's pink eye. He got poop in his eye. That's what that is. is. Isn't that what it's called though? I've is got kids. I know what pink eye is. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Facts. Conjunctivitis. Yep. There we go. So that's why he's got his conjunctivitis. Yeah, that's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> so we won't have them. Um, listen, is it a a massive blow? I don't think so. We haven't had them yet, right? So, like, the likelihood, even if Sergio was available, the likelihood of him playing in this game where he hasn't played in God knows how long, we haven't played with a back three, at least with him in it, um, in forever. So, even if he was ready to go, the medical team said he's good. I doubt we see him. I guess the best that we can hope for for Sergio Ramos is – in some miracle fashion, I wish James was here. Uh, he would have went on a rant about Sergio, and it would have been uh, everything that we needed right now. But I think the best that we can hope for is that he somehow gets on the pitch in the next couple of days and maybe can integrate into the you know, the quarterfinals or something. I don't know, man. I mean, he's, this dude. he's listen. Whenever he's played, he's looked good. I won't lie to you. Like the games that he has played, he's looked very good. Like levels above Kempembe good. So is it, but is is that two? Is that what? How how many games is three, 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 three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you could could potentially say that Kempembe has only been great in three games. (laughs) You could say that. I mean, being honest, 
if we're being honest. Yeah, fine. But one of them probably should be jailed for theft, and yes. the other one we might just have an APB out for. Yeah, so um, not a major miss. And when it comes to Herrera, I'd take him over Genie. And, you know, with just recent performances, nothing against Genie, but um, he just hasn't found his way in this team. He could be a system player. He could just be perfect for the Klopp system um, and the way they play for the Netherlands. But it's just not working for him right now here. Um, but we have other midfielders, so I'm not too worried um, about the depth there. You have Draxler, you have Verratti, Gay, Danilo. Um, you know, you have some of the youth players if you need to as well. So. Uh, Paredes is also available as well. So these aren't major misses. Um, I'm not too worried. Mbappe and Hakimi would have been the two big ones for me. Um, anything from you, Ed and James? Ed, you can go first just on the, the recent injury report. Yeah, I mean, you guys shortchanged them a little bit. Sergio Ramos has played in five games this season, uh, four league on games, and scored a goal. So Pretty good returns, I would say, uh, when he does play. For the sample size. Yeah, for the sample yeah. size. It just seems like he honestly, if he plays one full game, he's injured. It does make – and it doesn't say, like, what the injury is. It's probably, like, a muscle injury. But it just the report sounds sad. It's like it's Sergio Ramos will train on his own until the end of the week. It just <laughs> sounds so sad. Like, he's not even making the trip to Madrid. I don't know. It's No, I thought I thought he was. I thought. Oh, I is he? Okay. That he's making, he's in the squad. He won't play, but it's basically for him to be there, to be in the locker room, to talk to the players, and maybe the, the goal is or the idea is just someone because he is a leader, right? He he does have that leadership quality to talk to people. So maybe it's like, listen, if he can talk to them about the atmosphere, what it's going to be like, what to expect, and then someone if things aren't going great in that first half, just to try and keep them a little bit level-headed. Um, James, give me your thoughts, and while you do that, I'm going to just confirm that he is in the squad. Uh, I guess, um, you know, the old saying, those who can do and those who can't teach. So um, he's uh, – I don't I don't know what his ailments are, but if he can make up for it in other ways in forms of leadership and uh, keep a level head and helping the locker room kind of stay together when things are going poorly – or even just, you know, rallying the guys. Any way that you can help is something that we can pay you for, right? I mean, you could be Kurzawa and be forgotten that you're even on the squad. Or Draxler. I'd, I'd much rather have Sergio Ramos be the manager than Pochettino. I would make that change right this second. Ed. Ed, after the first, <laughs> Ed, Ed, after the first leg, bro, you you switched your whole tune up. Listen, you really the board, Sergio Ramos came up with that game plan. There's no way Pochettino, <laughs> after what I saw on Saturday, there's no way that he came up with that masterclass against Real Madrid in the first leg. Sergio Ramos is is behind the scenes coaching him up behind Listen, Pochettino's back. You, you guys know that I'm I'm very objective. I don't defend Poch. I give credit where it's due, but I don't defend him. I'm hoping. This is a hope. I'm hoping that he just went into that game against Nice and said, you know what? We're not going to show anything that we're working on. We're not going to make any subs or risk any players or do anything. Whatever happens, happens. And I want to say that this is kind of similar to the first leg, right? Like we lost or drew and played terribly the game before the first leg as well. We did because everybody yeah. was in a tizzy. Yeah, exactly. So there we go. That's that. Um yeah, I think that game, um, I'm, I'm just trying to go back. It was against Wren, 
PSG won that 1-0, but it was kind of meh. I mean, it was average. But yeah, PSG did win that game, but it wasn't a great performance. Yeah, so is what it is. On the flip side, um, it does look like Real Madrid are in a, a nice run of form. Um, this past weekend, they beat Real Sociedad 4-1. Um, Kamavingas got a goal. Modric, Benzema, and Asensio all scored. Um, they did give up a penalty in the 10th minute, but outside of that, not much. Game before that, they won 1-0. Benzema scored again. And then the game before that, they won 3-0. Benzema got one in the 90th. Um, Vinicius scored one in Asensio. So they're definitely firing. Um, I did watch the game against um, Rayo uh, Balacano. I think that's how you say it. They could have lost that game. Benzema got a, a goal in like the 85th minute or something like that. So, But listen, this is one thing we said, right? They played really bad in the first leg. Um, one thing I said when people were like, Oh, like we're gonna, you know, if we can do what we did in the first leg in, in Madrid, then this is this game is done and dusted. But I never felt like it was gonna be that simple. I felt like we got them on like a really bad day. And that's why I was pretty critical in the pod about we should have taken the chances that we had, right? That that leg should have been two, three, nothing, honestly, because we're gonna get a completely different team when we go to Madrid. One of the positives, obviously. Mostly because they're all suspended. A couple of players are suspended. We definitely will get a different team. <laughs> well, yeah. And the the weird part, you know, and uh, James, we'll start with you first. But for me, one of the things is the Casemiro, Kroos, which Kroos potentially will play with the Casemiro injury as well, was at first like a blessing, right? But I kind of see it as the other way. I think that Kroos and Casemiro are older players, Kamavinga and Valverde, while they may not be technically as good, they can run for longer, they can press for longer, they can do things that probably the older guys couldn't do. So you're going to get a more youthful, energized team in the Bernabeu, in their home stadium. Um, we're not going to be able to hold possession like we did in the first leg. If we do, then let's put my hands up and potch. Great job. But I, I do feel like this is going to be a nail-biter. And just like the the Man U game a couple of years ago, if Madrid score early, like if Madrid score in like the first 20 minutes, it's going to be a long game. It's going to be a long game because the pressure is going to be on and it's going to be one of those things of like, can PSG keep it together, right? That's when you need those those leaders to be like, hey, it's okay. It's okay because we know how PSG is. When there's little tears at the seams, things start to fall apart. Uh, that's just how things go. So James, just give me your thoughts on uh, Madrid's, recent form and then just what do you expect from this game do you expect something convincing do you expect it to go down to the wire or do you think psg could be in trouble here um i think that uh a dog is at his most dangerous when it's back into a corner and that i think describes real madrid where they know they have to have a result here on multiple fronts right i mean there's there's no there's no away goals. None of that is just you got to beat them and you got to beat them by one goal or penalties, which God forbid we go into penalties. I mean, that's PSG with penalties seems like Shaq shooting free throws at this at this point. But, you know, I, I think this is going to go down to the wire. Uh, I think that there are going to be things in this game that make you hang your head. There are things that you are going to be excited about. 
I think that, uh, you know, we, I think that we're kind of a streaky team in the sense of like, there are some times where we have many a chances that don't, that don't go in and you're like, Hey, you just got to keep shooting. And one of these are going to go. And then you kind of just, we kind of just disappear sometimes we go long stretches without having um, good chances. So I think we have to make them count. I think as long as we do that, uh, we can handle business and get out of Madrid unscathed, but Madrid is, they're going to, they're going to have to pull out everything they got. And um, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. I don't think this is, um, I don't I don't go into this thinking like Killian's going to have a hat trick and it's going to be three nil and we're going to laugh away to the bank because nobody because they don't have anybody with suspensions and injuries and all that kind of stuff. I, I still think that uh, they've got they've got something to prove here. And anytime that you have anytime that you're playing somebody that has something to prove, um, it's going to be a dogfight. So you're telling me there's going to be sad moments, happy moments, tense moments. It sounds like it's going to be a classic. That's what it sounds like. I think it's all been making for a classic. I think it will be. Let's hope it's a classic for the right reasons. Yes. Um, I hope it's the good guys that win this. Ed, tell me, man, this is, you you told me a couple weeks ago (laughs) that this, this tie was, this was PSG could, could run away with this, you know? So uh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything. I mean, what was that street fighter team that you mentioned? Ryo, Vicano, whatever. P, that's they're not PSG. Okay, <laughs> that's not they're not PSG. If you remember in that first leg, Neymar wasn't there. He's gonna be back. He's gonna be ready to go. You know he doesn't like Real Madrid at all. I I think you know I I think Real Madrid were absolutely embarrassed um, in that first match, uh, that first leg, outshot, just just steamrolled. They were embarrassed, and I think their president had said as much. And so they're gonna come out and try not to be embarrassed again but unfortunately they're without several of their uh, starters so Casemiro is going to be out Mendy's going to be out you could argue those are their two most important players outside of uh, Benzema their midfield is going to take a little bit of a downgrade they're going to put Kamavinga who's still young and learning this system I think he's got loads of talent but I'm not necessarily that terrified of him um, Tony Kroos if he plays great if you know I don't think he'll be at 100 percent so this is very much an injured team that is going to try to not be embarrassed again. And PSG are coming in, and I don't see any reason why they shouldn't do exactly the same thing. We've seen this team knock off Bayern Munich, Dortmund, you name it, Barcelona. They, they've beaten all these big teams before. They've played in these raucous arenas before. I don't think they're going to be scared. Mbappe is going to be highly motivated either to you know, show them what they're getting or just shut them up or whatever it is his motivation is. I think he just wants to win the Champions League uh, with PSG. And so I could see this one getting away. I think Real Madrid are going to have to come out of their corner and press and and try to score a goal. And PSG are a counterattacking team. And I think this one could get away with them quick with Hakimi in there and Mbappe. Who the hell does Real Madrid have that's going to stop them? That has any chance of stopping them? This could, this one could get ugly. I, I'm not as hesitant as maybe James or I don't know, Ty. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I'm not as hesitant on this one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hesitant. I think I'm just I'm cautiously optimistic, right? It's like the, maybe that's the right phrase. Is do I think PSG have what it takes to go to the Bernabeu and get a result in advance? Yeah. 100. 100. You can as bad as Poch and. 
listen, objectively, right? It's not all in Posh. There are a lot of things that the team has just not played well and not done. You know, maybe they're not doing what he's asking or whatever it may be, but there has been a lot to not inspire motivation from this team throughout the season. And that's not just recently, it's all year. But I'm also a firm believer that, listen, in any sport, whether it's football, Tom Brady, whether it's Peyton Manning in his day, um, you know, basketball, Jordan, Kobe, whatever, there are players who are players of moments, right? Killian is a moments player. Messi is a moments player. Um, We saw it against Man City. All it takes is one moment to send you through. And all it takes is one of them to have their boots on the right way and have that little bit of magic in their boots, Neymar included, to have this be a three, a three nil, right? Or four, two or whatever you want to, what we want to call it. So I think it could be a good game. It's just one of the things in sports, right? Soccer is a sport where you have to take your chances. PSG had the chance to really put this away in the first leg. Um, they didn't. And, or at least give give us a little bit of breathing room. Real Madrid will come out, so it will play into our hands to be able to catch them in space. I do think Ferlin Mendy is probably one of their biggest misses um, because he is known for his his defense as opposed to Nacho or whoever else they're going to play in that spot. But I, I do think this team is going to be motivated. I'm just worried that, you know, PSG need to start the game well and see the game well through because if they do come out the block slow and they come out sluggish or don't respect Real Madrid, it could get ugly quick. You know, because they are going to be home. And once that crowd turns, if one goal goes in and the crowd is on top of PSG early, um, this team hasn't in the past shown me enough to say that they can withstand the, the pressure that just comes with being PSG in the sure. moment, right? To be to be kind of raised in the fire or birthed in the fire, as you would call it, forged in the fire. Um, but listen, I'm, I'm going to the game confident, though. I, I, I do think that with Verratti playing, honestly, anytime... Marco Verratti plays, I usually feel pretty good. Like, even if we didn't have Killian, if we had Verratti, Messi, and Neymar, I would have felt pretty good about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I do feel good. I just think that you can't take the team seriously. Um, I think that Kamavinga will be motivated playing against his, you know, players and a team from his home country, um, a team that he's played against, players that he's, he knows he's played against them for the last two years. Um I think Benzema will also be motivated. And I think, you know, the, the flip side could be said, right, about the whole Mbappe situation is, you know, it, we're motivated because whether this is his last year or he wants to win the Champions League with PSG, you could say that some of the Real Madrid players who want Killian there feel this is a motivation because they feel like they need to show that this is a team that can go farther than, than PSG can, that this team that doesn't have him can beat a team with all these superstars. And imagine if you are here, right? So there is that that alternate motivation as well. So, um, but I do feel good. My thought process is that PSG will handle business. Um, they will advance partially because my heart feels that way or my mind says that. The other portion is my heart just can't take the idea of PSG getting knocked out by Real Madrid in the round of 16 because um, you probably wouldn't see me on Twitter or social media or don't expect the pod for a couple wow. of days because I'm just we're going to call it quits at that point guys because like I, you know any other team I'll take I just there's a couple teams that I just can't I can't uh, I can't bear to lose to and Real Madrid is, is one of them right now and Man United is another one so but we don't have to worry about losing to them yeah not yet not yet <laughs> uh, so we talked about that. Um, 
predictions, right? I hate doing this. I, hate doing I do this. too. Yeah. Ed, we'll start with you. Um, what is your prediction for Wednesday's game? Uh, give me a, give me a score and a final result who advances. I'm glad you started with me because I absolutely love doing them. I think two nil <laughs> to PSG. I think Mbappe gets a brace. I won't give him the hat trick. And I don't think the uh, Madrid fans boo him or anything. I think they kind of applaud. And I think he just hits him with a savage goal celebration that we've never seen before. We've seen him, the Thierry Henry. We've seen him, you know, with this and the slide and all that. I think he's going to pull out something new. I think him and Hakimi, they've got this bromance going. I think Hakimi's going to whip a couple balls into him and and we're going to get a couple goals. So I like 2-0 and Bappe with a brace. He's the story. We're all going to be talking about him after the game. That's my prediction. Well, we're going to be talking about Gillian regardless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would, no matter what happened, he, he's he's going to be the top of the game anyway. Um, I can't I can't give you um, a specific get, score, but score. I will say PSG plus one. Whatever it is, they they win by one goal, whether that's two one one zero. Um, and. The reason I say this is because I don't know. I just I just feel like I've been I've been hurt too many times. Like I just I have not seen PSG be able to get hit in the face early in a match and get back up off the canvas. And if that if that happens, like it's gonna take some heroics. We're gonna be But what about Manchester what? City, that game at the park where they were being pressed back, pushed back in shot after shot and they withstood that and still managed to win. I think it was 2-0. Well, I'll also give you one, James. Last year, first leg, Barcelona, penalty given, Frankie de Jong, and Mbappe comes back five minutes, not even five minutes, and scores that ridiculous goal. We we got punched in the mouth early and came back to win that game. We actually destroyed them. All right, so you gave me one. Ed, I would say the the that one, they didn't score. I think if man if yeah. Man City scores, suffering and scoring are different. You can suffer through a game. PSG have done that. It's, Boy, it's don't getting it. scored on <laughs> and then being able to come back. So I, I do understand where James is coming from. That's the fear I have. Is is very similar to the, the Man U game a couple of years ago, right? It was like, all right, PSG won this game two 0 but hey, if Man U come in here and like score early, we've seen this story before. You heard it, and like and they exactly, had no what business losing to that Man U team wow. on that second leg. So, that was. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. That's yeah, not what we're here for. That's in the past. That's in the past. Um, they have their own problems tomorrow that they got to worry about. Um, so we're, we're both PSG are going through. But Ty, what do you think? Are PSG going through? Yes, PSG go through. Um, I think we do see goals. I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw mm-hmm. on aggregate and PSG advance 3-2. Or sorry, two-two game and PSG advanced three-two on aggregate. Okay, so no all no right. penalty no penalties. We we all think we're going to avoid that. I I can't take penalties. I got my heart. If this if this goes to penalties, I think I, I I'd have to turn the game off. I can't I can't watch it. I can't do it. Okay. I'll do this. What if what if, if it's messy misses it? If this game goes to penalties, I don't even want to say this because watch me say this and then I have to do it. If this game goes to penalties, someone I won't say me, but someone from PSG talk. <laughs> We'll live stream the reaction on our Twitch channel of them watching the penalties. Uh, it might be me if I have the time in my schedule to do it. Um, I'll do it. That way some of the fans can tune in. And, and You know in. what? But, you know what? How, how about this? I, I'll, I'll, um, I'll join in on this. What if we, what if we get in a stage channel, kind of like Twitter spaces on, on our discord. Mm-hmm. And if we go to penalties, as many people, as many contributors as we can find, 
just get on. We'll all be on camera and just all suffer together. As a family. As a family. As a family. As a family. So join the Discord. I like what you're doing there, James. Join the Discord so you can all see us have a mental breakdown. Uh, <laughs> or or just be jubilant. Or be pure elation. And, and yeah, pure elation. So that's what we got, guys. It looks three for three on the panel. PSG advanced, uh, slightly different, different score lines, but um, if all goes well and all goes as we planned, it should be a, a good Wednesday night for everyone to enjoy. And then we we look forward to the quarterfinal draw, but there is work to be done. Um, and in the meantime, you know, there are some games on tomorrow. You guys will probably be listening to this at some point tomorrow. Uh, so we do have, let's see, um, tomorrow is Liverpool Inter. Uh, Liverpool is up 2 0. And then we do have what could be a good game potentially uh, Bayern Munich Salzburg 1 1. That's also at 3 p.m. Um, what a story that would be if uh, Salzburg could do something special. Would also make the the next draw of PSG do advance when PSG advance um, a little bit more tasty, potentially get a good draw. So awesome. Well, guys, as always, Ed, thank you for joining. I know you're very busy. James, you as well. Always great chopping it up with you guys. Um, make sure to follow PSG Talk. Make sure to join the Discord. And as always, stay safe. See you soon.